Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 135 at Edmonton. Sharpie says this, Bob. You and Spectre going at it a lot like the fans right now, disappointed and confused and frustrated. It's what radio and sports radio is meant to be reflective of its listeners. Okay, that one comes to us from Sharpie. Uh, final half hour of the show. And we will tell you this, the best pizza in the city still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Royal Pizza Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. And uh, Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Here we go. Uh, we're going to get to our predictions momentarily. We're going to bring on to the show uh, from the Oilers Radio Network, Jack Michaels. Hello, Jack. How you doing? Jack, you there? Hello, Jack. Going once, going twice. That's the quietest I've ever heard, Jack. Uh, Reed Wilkins, I believe, is on Opal. Hello, Reed. How are you? Yeah, I, I am here, Bob. Thanks for having me. All right. And do we have Brendan Escott, who's on the DL? Uh, yes, sir. Checking in from the home office today. There we go. Uh, so we just need to negotiate contact with Jack uh, momentarily. Okay, Reed, we're going to start it with you. You got a minute. What went wrong for the Oilers? And what do they need to do moving forward? Well, I think in the playoff series against Chicago, we saw very few of the strengths they had in the regular season and and most of the, the weaknesses. Uh, you know, just some not attention to detail defending didn't get enough depth scoring and the goaltending wasn't wasn't up to par and and ken holland said it earlier today they just appeared to want to wade into the series as opposed to realizing how vital it was right from the opening shift look here's what i think the orders need they they need a bona fide number one reliable goaltender they need a couple of defensemen that can move the puck and i still think they need a third line i still think when you look at the depth they kind of had two fourth lines uh, the most vital of those in my mind is the goaltender, but the easiest to get is to is to add the depth forwards. But uh, that's how I look at the team. All right, Brendan, you're up. You got about 40 seconds. Let her rip. Yeah, you know, this was a frustrating one to watch really throughout most of the games. Just goals going off of bodies and sticks and that sort of thing. So that didn't help anything. But I think to, to Reed's point, you know, every every area that we thought might be a bit of a uh, a bit of a glaring issue kind of heading into this is something that they still need to address having come out of that qualifying round series. And to me, you know, the depth scoring is obviously on the forefront. But 
maybe you need a little bit more emotional juice uh, when it comes down to it. I think a lot of the guys had a lot of good points about we can't play Calgary every time to get up and play the best hockey game that we can bring to the table. So they know how they can play well, but uh, they need to figure out how to bring it out at the best of times. Jack Michaels, I believe I can hear him driving as we speak, as he often is when he joins us. Jack, what do you got? What do you think? I don't, be- I don't believe in the depth scoring whatsoever. I-, I think if you look around the teams, Edmonton has roughly the same kind of breakdown as you see with the top clubs. I do think when you look at the defense, and you know we talked about experience, five of the top six. Well, on the other hand, you could make you could twist that argument and say, well, three years ago, the league wasn't being played at the same level that it's being played right now, and perhaps that defense has not grown with it. I, I think bringing the same, you know, same exact personnel back, you, you obviously have to tinker. There, there's obviously reasons you come up a little bit short. You didn't get any extra saves, but I think in the Chicago series in particular there was a difference. One team was thinking about winning, and the other team was thinking about playoff hockey. All right. Uh, Let's go to our predictions, and the updates are as follows. Uh, All of us got the Edmonton-Chicago series and the Pittsburgh-Montreal series wrong. I believe, Reed, am I at 4-4 and and everybody else is at 3-5? and Is that correct? That is correct, Bob. All right, we're going to start in the West because we're not one of those organizations that starts in the East because everybody starts in the East. Uh, I'll go first. Calgary, Dallas. I'm going to call. I don't know how much of an upset it would be. I'm going to take Calgary in seven. Uh, Calgary's got a heavy team. They're going to come out physically aggressive against Dallas. Not sure on what's going on with Sagan and Bishop, so I'm going to take the Flames in seven. Jack Michaels. I'm going to take Dallas in seven. I, like you, am ultimately concerned, Bob, about the status of of two key guys that you bring up. On the other hand, I think uh, hitching the the wagons to Calgary is a little dangerous considering they got probably the biggest break of any team in the qualifiers when Shifley and Line A went out in game one. I think Calgary loses that series if Winnipeg's healthy. And I think the Stars, by the slimmest of margins, which is the only way they know how to win, win this one in seven. Reed Wilkins. Well, we all know what Cam Talbot can do when he's locked in and playing that game where he's he's not moving around a lot and just getting in position and letting the puck hit him. He was excellent against Winnipeg. Calgary's players, their top two lines, which were a big reason they lost in the playoffs last year, have started to score. And like you, Bob, I have some questions about how healthy Dallas actually is. I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm taking the Flames in seven. Brendan Escott. Taking the Flames in six. Uh, Reed makes a great point on the goaltending there. I think Talbot, when locked in, can be uh, you know a pretty airtight, streaky goaltender. Uh, could also be the bugaboo for that team. But you know, to to Jack's point as well, you look at Shifley. Shifley was run out of that series, and I really liked what Sam Bennett and that line was bringing to the table for Calgary. So I think they bring a mean demeanor into this series and take it in six games. Jack, you get a start at Chicago, Vegas. Go for it. I think Vegas wins the series in five. As I said in the earlier segment, I don't think Edmonton lost to Chicago because Chicago's a better hockey club. And I know Chicago isn't a better hockey club than Vegas. Uh, Reed. Yeah, I'm going to take Vegas in six. I, I think they can do everything to the Hawks' defense that Edmonton wasn't able to do. Crawford probably is playing well enough to steal a game, but I'll take Vegas in six. 
Uh, I'm going to take Vegas in four. There's no chance that Crawford is better than either of the two guys in goal for Vegas. Uh, both of Vegas's goaltenders are better than what the Oilers have right now. Vegas has a heavy team that's going to commit physically. Uh, Chicago's not going to win a game. Brendan. I also call a sweep in Vegas's favor. Goaltending heavily in their favor. I think they've got plenty of scoring. And, uh, you know, they're moving with a lot of momentum as well. So give them the sweep. Brendan, you get the first rip at Arizona and Colorado. You know, I was impressed by the Coyotes in that opening or qualifying round series there, but Colorado is, is you know, when they're firing on all cylinders, man, it's tough to bet against them. But Arizona's earned two games here for me. I'm going to do Colorado in six. I think Arizona's goaltending can steal games. I think they're a well-coached team, and, and they've got a couple of guys who can put the puck in the net, but Colorado's moving on here. Okay, uh, Reed. Yeah, I'm going to go with Colorado in, in five. I just think they're they're better in every area than than uh, Arizona. I mean, I know Arizona plays hard, but if Colorado is that's too much. Jack, Bob, I'm upset with myself. That was just a dumb pick I made in round one. Uh, you know me. I'm a big Rick Tockett fan. I, I think Tockett will extend this series, and I think it'll actually ultimately affect the outcome of the Western Conference Final. I'm taking Colorado in seven, but that extension is going to cost the Avalanche down the line. Yeah, uh, Arizona was outplayed in all four games, much like Chicago got several bounces, which... And again, there's some people that have some pretty harsh takes on um, apparently some of Edmonton's top players. Uh, who'd be the first to tell you they'd, they'd like to have a couple defensive plays back? Uh, the Oilers didn't have a lot of the puck luck against Chicago, but Chicago was better. They were a little bit more experienced, and their goaltending was better. And that's saying something because Crawford wasn't that good. In the Arizona National Series, uh, Nashville dominated the entire series the way Edmonton kind of dominated the large stretches of the final three games. Nashville deserved a better fate, but Darcy Kemper was great. Doesn't matter against Colorado. Colorado's going to take him out in five games. Vancouver and St. Louis. Reed Wilkins, you open it up. Well, I really like what Quinn Hughes did, but I think St. Louis can get in there and, and pound him and uh, and take and really pressure the Vancouver defense. Markstrom's going to have to be uh, better, but St. Louis has pretty goal, good, pretty good goaltending too. They have the experience. They'll go with the Blues in six. All right, rapid fire now, guys, in the Eastern Conference. Maybe we'll tighten it up a bit here. We'll start with Columbus and Tampa. I'll tell you, it's 1-1 late in the first period. Uh, the Blue Jackets and the Lightning Jack drop the puck. I'm going to take Tampa in six games, and I'm going to go ahead and take uh, St. Louis in five. Oh, you didn't, I didn't come back to you in uh, Vancouver? Sorry. No, that, you only did me, Bob. You came back to anyone. You didn't even do yourself. <laughs> uh, okay, you're taking St. Louis in five. I'm taking St. Louis in seven against Vancouver. Brendan, what about you? I'll take St. Louis in six. Love the Canucks. I'll be watching that matchup. Did you just say you love the Canucks on this show? I did. All right. Well, your popularity. Isn't he supposed to be sick? Like, what kind of operation are we running oh, here? All right. I'm excited to see what their youth can do, fellas. I'm sorry. Oh. You, no, no, no. You just revealed who you truly were there, there, you BC yeah. boy from Kamloops. Why did you go? What do you? What do you sit? Vomiting for you, Brendan. How about that, Brendan? Do you have oh. your? Pa- are you in your Pavel Bure sleepers as we speak? Like, what's going on? Yeah, uh, no. The the jersey's in the closet, though. All right. Uh, the BX a haircut. 
There we go. He does have the BX haircut. Makes me want to spear him. Columbus and Tampa Bay. Uh, okay, so Jack took uh, Tampa in six. I'll take Tampa in five. I, I think that uh, Columbus uh, got some breaks last year. I think Tampa's going to get some of them this year. Uh, Brennan, who do you got? Columbus and Tampa. Uh, I'm sticking with Tampa all the way through the East, so I'll give them, you know, they're going to get pushed to the brink in this series and uh, right up to Game 7 because of what Torts can do, but a seven-game victory for Tampa. All right, and uh, Reed Wilkins, who do you got? Lightning in seven. Against, I'm going to do something I didn't think I was going to do. I'm going to take Caroline and Boston's up next. I do not like what I'm seeing out of Boston. They look like a team that, I don't know, there's something. And Carolina's defense, they get Dougie Hamilton back. I think Carolina is going to win in six. And I really look forward to Edmonton sports writers. If Carolina wins this series, do you think Edmonton sports writers will go after uh, uh, Patrice Bergeron and David Pasternak for not being Anyhow, uh, Boston's going to have some problems moving the puck in the back end. Carolina can really move it. I'm taking the Hurricanes in six. Reed. Yeah, I've taken the Hurricanes in seven. I think I've picked against them every series for the last couple of years, and they they keep winning. They just seem to always find a way. I'm going to take Carolina in seven. Brendan? I don't know what kind of drum Rod Brendamore is banging in Carolina. I've got them in five games because I like how they're rolling that much. Jack? Wow. You guys are making it awfully tempting. Uh... Boy, I like Rod Brendamore. I, I have a, I have an easy chance here to pick up a game, but I, you know what? I, I think I'm going to take uh, cast a shaky vote for Carolina myself in seven. I think Rod Brendamore has done a remarkable job, basically, us against the world, and by that I mean the rest of what's you know what's potentially going on there behind the scenes. I think he's done a great job of keeping his players focused. And I'm not sure with Boston having a couple of contracts out there to be resolved, I'm not sure the Bruins are all on the same page right now. Jack, I'm with you. All right, we got two series left, uh, one of which nobody saw happening, Montreal and Philadelphia. Uh, Wow, that's all I can say. Brendan, we'll start with you. Who are you taking between the Flyers and the Canadians? Well, I think there's only so much bending Montreal is going to be able to do against a pretty high-powered Philadelphia Flyers forward group. So I'll give the Habs a game, but this has to be Flyers in five. Okay, I'm taking the Flyers in six. Reed? I'm taking Montreal in seven, because why not? Jack? I don't want to take the team I have to take, but I'll take Philadelphia in five, and it disgusts me to do so. Join me, Jack. Take Montreal. Spoken like a true guy from Western Pennsylvania that grew up hating the Flyers back in the day. Islanders in Washington. All right, I'll go first on this one, and I've got the Islanders in six. The uh, Barry Trotz uh, opportunity to go head-to-head against his own team. I know Washington's probably got a better team, but the Islanders, this series to me is a bit like the Columbus-Toronto series, and I took Toronto in that series, and otherwise I'd be up on you guys. But uh, I think the Islanders are going to beat Washington. Jack? I agree with you. I think the Islanders are going to beat Washington in six, too. I I just feel like Washington's goaltending has fallen a notch a little bit. Yep. And, you know, Barry Trotz's system protects his goaltenders. I, I, I'm going to take the Islanders in seven. Uh, Reed. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one, but I'll go with the Capitals in six. And, Brendan, you have the final word. Yeah, I'll split the vote. I'll go Capitals here in seven. It'll probably be a pretty defensive series. Not sure how much I'll watch, but... All right. Uh, 
uh, Jack and Reed, we'll talk to you guys in a t- well. We'll talk to you over the course of the next week. Thank you very much for your time, Brendan. Hopefully, we get you uh, off the DL here shortly and uh, uh, go warm up your uh, your your. Uh, Trevor Linden thermals that you have at your house right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is 150 in Edmonton. We'll step out. You're listening to Oilers Now. Every day on Oilers Now, we bring you the Oilers Now audio of all brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Uh, the audio vault today uh, will be going at it hard tomorrow because we had Ken Holland live on for the better part of 15 minutes. There's an old saying, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, but outstanding customer service, key to business as well. Brent Ridgeport is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They'll provide you with outstanding service at the time of the purchase. They'll continue that standard of service after the sale as well. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Rich Ford lend a hand by calling one 877 3673 or go online at brentridge.com. To this day in Oilers history, and uh, on this date, 1958, the rat, Kenny Linsman, was born. He was a tenacious, undersized, at times dirty player, uh, but he was very good for the Oilers in 82, 83, and 83, 84. He had four game-winning goals, uh, had close to a point per game in the 83 playoffs when the Oilers uh, weren't quite ready to usurp the Islanders' powerhouse and then scored four game-winning goals and route to helping Edmonton win uh, their first Stanley Cup in 1984. He resurfaced in, uh, I think it was 90-91 uh, with Edmonton. Ended up with 178 points in 200 games with two different stints with the Oilers, uh, plus 59. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight. Up next, a uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jayla and I. Special thanks to Cody Jansen for helping us uh, produce the show today. Have a terrific day, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.